What's up, family? Today is May the 25th, 2020. Sometimes when I do stories, I try to hold off pending on how emotional the story could be or how emotions flow during that particular time. Say if you drop it the day before, the day after or whatever, after attentions might be high. I like to wait and I like to gather information and I like to wait and see how things go. My brother sent me a text and asked me how come I don't do uh, on the killing of, you know, young black, young, I think it was young, young black men. You know, I've done stuff, but I haven't done it. I More likely he was referring to what's been going on with our brothers and sisters who was killed uh, this year. Pretty much high profile situations. So I thought about it this past week. It says, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm put something out. I was going to put something out anyway, but I'm going to put it out a little bit earlier than what I was going to put out because uh, not too long ago, I believe it was this weekend or whenever it was, it was a young brother. I'm going to give you four stories. And this most recent one is a brother who lives in Iowa. And his name is... Darquan Jones. He lives in Iowa. Now, Darquan Jones, this story pretty much broke yesterday. See, a lot of times you're not going to get stuff on the regular news because it's not important to them. Black people put stuff out and they post it to other, you know, to uh, people who are in like, I don't know, media business. Black media is very important. You don't have to be on television to be in the black media. Because things will never, ever get reported the way they should get reported. Now, I'm going to give you the story. This story on Darquan Jones. He's from Iowa. Darquan was coming home from his girl's house, his girlfriend's house, about three-something in the morning. So, as usual, when you got bullies and uh, cowards, what do they do? See, you only, you, you only tough when you have a group. Or gun, but when you're by yourself and you have nothing, then you just a nobody. But this particular story with Darquan Jones, he was walking home from his girl's house, and I put this up here with the other three is because this could have been a four for four. But Darquan was walking home from his girl's house. He's a 22 year old young man. And you, he gets approached by these white supremacists. Now, he's just walking home. He ain't, he's not a gangbanger. He's just walking home. So what happens? They started, first, they started calling him out his name. And then, you know, if you don't respond, then here they come. Next thing you know, the brother's in a, they're, they're beating him up. They savagely, they savagely beat him up. And then they try to drown him. But somebody was up and saw the incident and told these people to leave that boy alone. So eventually these people, these white folks, they 
They called him out his name. They called, called the, the person out of their name. I think she might have been a female. Called her out her name. And then the next thing you know, they left him. But he was already beat up bad. And if it wasn't for her stepping out there and saying what she's saying, then his brother would have been dead along with the rest. And this happened, this was in May, most recent. Our brother, Sean Reed, may he rest in peace. I'm going to play this video. I'm going to play an audio clip of this video, and I want you to listen to it. Here's a man pleading pretty much for his life. Check this out. He's running. What you say? Stop now! Fuck you! Shit! Now you see that? Look like it's going to be a closed casket, homie. That was a brother who said that. I could tell. But the thing about it, the brother didn't have no gun. He was streaming live on Facebook. That's why you heard all that 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 like uh, 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 knocking up against you when you're running. Because he was running. He was running for his life. You know, they could have got him without killing him. Another senseless killing. And this brother, Sean Reed, he was shot and killed. He was only 21 years old. He was a military vet. He was in the military. I don't think he was, like, well, I'm a military vet. Yeah, you're a vet. You're in the military. Indianapolis. Police. They killed him. And then making jokes. Look like it's going to be a closed casket homie. You know what? That was something that was didn't need to be said. You go and kill a person. And then, you know, they say, well, they don't have uh, footage. They never have cam footage when something is going on. When they when they do, they dirt. They never have it. And that's a damn shame. And that's our brother, may he rest in peace, Sean Reed, shot and killed by Indianapolis police. And then they cracking jokes. And he was streaming live on Facebook, pleading for his life. He was scared. People say, why you run? Because you don't know what these dogs are going to do when they come chasing you. You don't know. And you do be scared. And people don't understand that. And then they ask and post a bunch of silly, stupid questions. You have people out there with no hearts. You have people out there with no love in them. And then you take our sister, Breonna Taylor. She was just lying in bed down in Kentucky. A sister, she was an ETM worker. 
Just lying in bed with her boyfriend. Then they, the police approach. So, you know, you wake up and, and this will happen to anyone. You wake up and you don't know what's going on. You know, and, 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 and more than likely uh, her, uh, 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 her brother, well, her, her man, our brother, probably, you know, sleep with a lot of, you know, black folks sleep with their guns under their pillow or very close by. So all these, I believe it's like 20 some shots that rang out. Could be more, could be less. But it was a whole bunch of shots that rang out. And in the, in the end, the sister, Breonna Taylor, she was the one lying there dead. A police got hit. But what you expect if you burst into somebody's house with a warrant and you're not telling nobody you coming in their house? What the hell you think somebody going to do at, uh, I don't know what time it was, but I know it was very, very early in the morning and you'd be knocked out. You don't know what's going on. You, you, you ain't coherent when something like that happens, when somebody busted in your house and you sleep. And all of a sudden people start shining lights in your face and scare the shit out of you. You don't know what's going on. And if your gun's close by, old boy reached and he shot the cop. And then they try to put brain, trying to bring him up on some kind of murder charges. I haven't uh, uh, heard the, the latest, but I know they were trying to bring him up on murder charges. Breonna Taylor. I'm sorry. Breonna Taylor. Just a, a, a young sister want to go to school, become a nurse. She was an ETM driver. Or ETM technician. And, 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 and she's gone for no reason. She was 26. She was 26. You see, you got Iowa. You got Indianapolis. And you got Kentucky. And the one that pretty much started. And when you look at the Breonna Taylor. I'm sorry. Breonna Taylor. When you look at that was a situation that happened in March. And we didn't find out about it. That was in March because they didn't want to cause an uproar. That's why they didn't put it out there. And then, of course, our brother, Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad was just doing a regular run. So what? People go in the houses all the time and look, that ain't nothing new. We all have done something like that once or uh, twice in our life. You know, you see a house, you go check it out. You ain't going in there to steal nothing. Then you got these white supremacists. Because see, these are white supremacists, like in the uh, Darquan Jones uh, situation. Thank God Darquan didn't die and he was able to give his story because other than that, he wouldn't have a story. But in our brother, Brother Avery's uh, a story, nothing. You know, you, you see videos. That's all you see. Even the builder said was nothing missing. And all of a sudden, you got these two hillbillies, white supremacists, Nothing better to do. And this was in February. And then we didn't get the information until uh, not too long ago on this situation. Nothing better to do. You think. So you go out there and you do some visual anti-type stuff and you go out there and you kill somebody. They didn't even, the, 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 the district attorney didn't even want to process it because the guy, the father, is a father-son tag team deal. The father had worked for the office and they didn't even want to bring, they didn't even want to say, say they wasn't going to say nothing to it. The district attorney, whoever leaves that office, the female, she didn't want to even report it. She didn't want him thrown in jail. 
This man, him and his son went two months and they did nothing to them. You get pressure put on. It's like, wow, you know, when they start talking about your job and it's like, well, okay, now you're going to do something. And then they try to go back and try to find videos on the young man that he's done something. He didn't do nothing, nothing serious. You know, so what? He might have been smoking. We have people smoke weed all day long now. But you always see the thing of it is they always try to if these videos are not there. You don't know what's going on. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Another senseless, no reason killing of a black person. No reason. You take our brother, Ahmed, Aubrey, our sister, Breonna Taylor, our brother, Sean Reed, and most recent, Darquan Jones. You take these four people, they're all young and they're all black. Brother A, brother Aubrey, he was on the eve of his 26 uh, year old, uh, 26 year birthday. The eve, he gone. He didn't. He didn't do nothing. Brianna laying in bed, gone. She didn't do nothing. And her boyfriend really didn't do nothing wrong, protecting his house. Brother Sean Reed, I'm not quite sure what he did, but one thing's for sure, you heard all those bullets flying out. They could have uh, took him. He didn't have no gun. No gun was found at the scene. Nothing was found at the scene. The shooting. And more than likely, they were shooting him in his back. Cowardly type shit. And our brother. Tarquan just walking home, minding his own business. Going home. Coming from his girlfriend's house. What happened? These three devils want to jump out and beat up on this man. Call him out his name. You're talking about, that's a hate crime. But see, oh, we have to investigate. Yeah, you're going to investigate. You, you still ain't going to do nothing. You're not going to do nothing. But then again, you look at the states I just gave you, Iowa, Indianapolis, Kentucky, my brothers and sisters, I would tell you, if you're living down in those type of areas where you know you have no justice coming, even if you're in the right, stay home. You got to leave, leave early enough where you're not going to be approached. But then again, devils always approach you. But my thing is, leave early. Don't be leaving at, because that time in the morning, the devil patrol is always out. He was, it's like three something in the morning. He should have stayed at this girl's house. But then again, hey, you feeling this, your neighborhood, you grew up here. You ain't got no problem to worry about. I would tell you, cooperate because they want any reason even if you get in some cuffs and you shake your hands like you're trying to you know get comfortable with the cuffs they want any reason to give you some type of charge it may not stick but they want to give you a uh, uh, some type of charge and i would tell you just if you if you're black and if you're brown if you're black and you're brown i would tell you to just cooperate. Just cooperate. No need to go back and forth because, see, that's all they want. They want that type of behavior because they want to shoot you down like a dog. And then they have no footage of it. They never have footage of it when they do something. The cams are down. It's always a reason. And it's down for a reason. They were supposed to be given out for situations like this. But they're always down. And the people who work in the courts, they don't care.
My advice, my brothers and my sisters, don't try to be clever. If you know you haven't done anything, just keep your mouth shut. No need to get into combative uh, confrontations. No need to get into combative conversations because you can't win. See, you look at it when people say, well, what did Barack Obama do as president for the brothers and sisters? Nothing. They're not talking about uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the health care act. Hell, that's for everybody. That wasn't just for black people. It would never was meant for black people, for everybody. And that's the only thing they'll say, these uh, protectors. We're talking about laws that will last, that's on, that would be placed on the books by a president for this type of situation and killing innocent black people for no reason. Laws against these white supremacists and hate crimes. That's what they're talking about. Because 45 is not going to do it. He ain't going to do it. That's what they're talking about. But Obama's living his life now and they're big timing. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But it was these black people who put you in office. Because if that was the case, hell, we would have been better off probably putting McCain in there. At least we knew what we probably would have gotten McCain. We would have got a little something from McCain more than what we got from him. And you think about that. You stop being so enamored over names of people or color. You be enamored over what people are going to do for us as a group, not individuals, but a group. Because we are a group, no matter how much you you feel you're not part of this group, because you may have a couple of dollars or you may have no dollars. We're black people and we're suffering big time in this country. That's why a lot of people feel you listen to a lot of people who've gone over to Africa. They'll tell you, says, you know what? You know, it's totally different. It was uh, uh, the sister who wrote the, uh, the book that I've been reading of late, Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. I'm going to do a piece on that. Uh, Dr. Joyce DeGry, something like that. I'm not, I'm not pronouncing it right. D-E-G-R-U-Y. And she, when she went over to Africa, her and her sister, and uh, I guess another friend of they went over there and, and the total mindset of peace when she went over there and then realizing that she had to come back and stepping off the plane because she lives in, she, she, at that particular time, she lived in Portland, Oregon. I'm, I'm assuming she still lived there now. But stepping back, you know, stepping off that plane and realizing that she was at home and how it just brought back how it just brought back feelings of, oh, brother, I'm back. You know, you can feel peace. You know, when you're sleeping, you should be at, at peace. And then you wake up and then you realize I got to get back or you be on vacation and you're having a good time. And your mind is just clear of all the stuff, that, uh, all the things that are at home. And then all of a sudden you get uh, back to your home and you realize you're back in the grind again and all the crap and garbage you got to deal with. You have to have a mindset, my brothers and my sisters. You have to have a mindset. You just cooperate. Don't give nobody no reason to shoot you down because you can't win, like I say. Your politicians that you vote for, they don't do nothing for you. You have to learn how to start uh, 
uh, uh, voting for people who care about the cause, whether they be black, white, red, yellow, green, brown, whatever. You go for the people who are about the cause, not for people because they are color. I would say Maxine Waters has been a tough, tough politician. But here we go. I'm, I'm bringing out females. It's the females who have been in the struggle. Maxine Waters, our sister out in um, uh, Minnesota, uh, out in Minnesota, our Islam sister. I can't think of her name out the top of my head, but hell, you guys know you follow her. But anyway, it's these women that are putting up and stand for the cause. It's the brothers that's pretty much ain't doing nothing. See, once you get a certain lifestyle, you don't want to give up that lifestyle. You love that lifestyle. Post-traumatic slavery syndrome is what we're dealing with. Post-traumatic slavery syndrome is what we're still dealing with. That's why we are in the condition that we're in. But like I say, cooperate. No need to argue. That's what they're looking for. No need to try to fight them. That's what they're looking for. Because like I say, no footage is going to be found. It'll be, because what? If, a, if somebody sees a, a crime, they see a crime, whether they cops or not, and they don't report it, what does that make them? Your buddy killed that person for no reason, and you don't report it. And so they hide, they uh, stand behind the color. How in the hell are you standing behind your color if you're killing somebody and then you don't report it and you knew what happened? You know better than a, re a regular uh, a criminal out there on the street. We pay the same taxes as everybody else, but we get no respect. We get no uh, type of protection from the tax dollars that we put out there. That's the problem. But no one sees that as a problem. Black folks just trying to live like everybody else. Hell, and be honest with you, you got about as much right to be in this goddamn country than anybody on this planet. Black people were, the, black people were this planet. Now you live in the United States and it's like, damn, it is, it is stressful. It is stressful living here, dealing with all the rhetoric you have to deal with, especially when you ain't did nothing. You got to look over your shoulder. I get cops all the time. I'm going to give you my story. Then you take it and do what you want to do with it. I'm going to give you my story. And this is my story. Yeah. You can call it anger. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care what you call it, but it's real and it's my story. And I'm going to give it to you. I didn't. That's why I get passionate and I didn't want to go there. But I'm going to give you my story. When I was younger, I used to get pulled over all the time. What reason? What no reason? I'll give you one story. I was driving up in my driveway in my house. I was about 28, about 28 years old. No, yeah, about 28 years old, maybe younger. Can't remember. My house, though. Not an apartment, my house. So I had a Regal. This brand new Regal. And I'm pulling up in my driveway right in front of my house. And I had on a, a, a starter Notre Dame hat and a starter Notre Dame jacket. And they were looking good. And I was looking good. So I pulls up. And all of a sudden, I get a woo. I'm like, shit. And then all of a sudden, a guy get out the car. And, you know, can I help you, sir? You know, uh, you know, why'd you pull me over? I know why he pulled me over. He couldn't say that. So he gave me some wise ass uh 
some wise-ass answer. He couldn't tell me why, because there was no reason why I didn't do nothing. Because they followed me from, when I went, I turned on Normandy, but I turned off of Normandy onto 123rd. Here they come, behind me. Now they waited, because I'm like maybe two blocks down. And now all of a sudden, here come the lights, right in front of my house. So, he get out, loose short sheriff, loose short guy, you know, with that, with that one to have a, a, a big man's complex. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. What can I do for you? You know, why'd you pull me up? Because what? The car is new. So what's wrong with the car? Uh, license and registration. It says, well, this is not my car. It's a rental. Because it was. It was a rental car. I was getting ready to go somewhere. And then I asked, why'd you, why'd you pull me over? Oh, we pulling over everybody uh, driving rental cars today. That was a lie. One day, I'm going to see my friend. I'm driving down the street. You know, typical. Coming from my house. Next thing you know, I see the red lights over uh, 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 coming on. I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? So, you know, you do. You see the red lights, you pull up to the side. Next thing you know, I got these three cars pull over right behind me. They jump out of the car. Get out of the car. No, uh, 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 roll down the window. Whatever they were saying, I can't remember. And the guy had a gun stuck in my stomach, man. One was in my stomach. One was in my front windshield. And one was on the side of me. I got three guns sticking up at me. Yeah, your brother. Three guns. White cops. So what the guy get in, is this your car? Yeah, yeah, it's my car. So, you know, I, I give them the information they're looking for. And all of a sudden, I had some, uh, my mother had given me some uh, uh, some lotion in a foil. Some, some tin foil. So they go in there, cause I, and I kept it in my ashtray because I don't smoke. So I kept it in my ashtray, you know, just in case I need some lotion, I get ashy. So they go in there and they open it up. They, they, yeah. And you can see, uh huh. They, they shaking the head because they thought it was cocaine on whatever they thought. Because this was, uh, this was in the eighties, late eighties, and it was lotion. And then the guy they didn't have nothing. And it says, well, uh, uh, the neighbor said, uh, you look kind of suspicious. I says, neighbor, I live there. How am I looking suspicious in my neighborhood? I had just gotten home from work, got dressed, and was coming on out. Because, see, this is what happened. I was, I was, you know, uh, my neighbor lived that lived at the time two houses down. I had eased by because I saw the police out there. So I'm like, you know, like anybody else, you drive by. You're trying to fly by. Drive by real slow. And the next thing you know, that's when they, you know, I guess, oh, suspicious. Oh, he robbed me. It's like, are you kidding me? Had another time down in Hawthorne. Me and a buddy of mine, we was out. And we just driving and cruising. The next thing you know, got these Hawthorne police people uh, 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 stop me, jumping out the car with the guns and lights and all of that shit in my face. And after they realized, again, for the third time, you had nothing. Somebody had used my name and I wasn't that person. And the guy had asked, he says, uh, uh, aren't you glad? He says, uh, he says, aren't you happy? I says, yeah, I'm happy that you guys didn't shoot me. Even though my friend was right there, that don't mean nothing. Look at our brother who got shot with his daughter and his girlfriend while on Facebook streaming live. They shot him for no reason. No reason. 
Give you another situation. I got a lot of situations. But I'm going to give you another situation. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go because I don't want to talk about it. Well, actually, I will talk about it. I have, you know, they weren't cops. But my nephew was murdered, shot in his back. I have a friend. Her son was murdered. They was around, this is around the same time. They were murdered. He was murdered in Inglewood at that boys market. Some no nothing better. Senseless killings. Even by thugs. Shot and killed. Shot and killed him. He was young. My nephew was 19. Alex, I believe, was 20. Young men. Shot. Gone. Now these weren't police. These were senseless killings. They weren't police. And then every time I think about them, it's, 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 it's very sad because my nephew is 19 and Alex is 20 years old. These are senseless. But they're all senseless killings. Whether it be the police or these white supremacists or these black supremacist devils. And I, I don't just leave out uh, my people because my people are the ones that they do it too. Senseless killings of killing each other over, over stuff that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. And I'm going to give you one more. People ask me sometimes, because I always tell people, man, I don't even like the cops. And people ask me all the time or sometimes. And then I tell them, okay. My, my uncle was shot and killed in the streets. Shot and killed in the streets. Shot and killed in the streets. He was in a club. Next thing, and this was in the 70s. This wasn't even, this was like 74, I think. 74. He was in a club. Buying everybody drinks. He gave it, uh, you know, you, my uncle was just a generous man like that. He gave $100 to this lady. You know, he knew her. But, she takes the money and run out the club. So I'm like, damn. So he goes chasing her. And then the next thing you know, he ends up dead on the street. And they say, well, he had a gun. Well, in those days, even up until now, we know evidence has always been planted. I think he was shot four or five times. My Uncle Norman killed him. It devastates a family. When my nephew was killed, it devastates a family. It does. When Alex was killed, it devastated his family. Because I used to mentor this young man. It devastates a family. And people don't understand these senseless killings. It tears apart a family. I didn't want to give it to you today, but I gave it to you today. As I gotten older, I don't have as much problems as I did when I was younger because I don't have that look on my face. There's a certain look. When they look at me, I look right back at them. What am I supposed to do? Be scared? 
They're supposed to be there to protect the law. Not being bullies, but a lot of times they feel they because they have a gun and a badge, they want to be a bullies. And it's like, you know what? I ain't did nothing. They put me over. You answer their questions and go on about your business. Live to see another day. But stay off the streets, my brothers and my sisters, late at night. Stay away from people that like getting in trouble. Because one day that trouble may cost you and not them. Just do what you have to do as a citizen in this country and follow the rules and regulations. I don't want to come at you that hard, but I, it's something that needs to be done. This is your brother saying I'm out. This is episode 116. I'm going to put out 116 of these type uh, messages basically to help my brothers and sisters. Now, my streams or listens haven't been, well, maybe I just put too much expectation because basically I don't go out there and I don't have people market my stuff. I do it myself by posting it on the different social medias and whatnot. But to me, I've done, I've done, I think I've done pretty good with it. It's, it'll be a year on the 29th and I'm already up to 116. And I don't talk about numbers too much, but almost almost 4,000 uh, listens from that time. And, you know, that's I'm, that's I'm, that's pleasing to me. Almost 4,000. People always see uh, people with a bunch of numbers and think everybody's supposed to be that. No, my podcast ain't like that. I don't go around here talking about uh, celebrities and whatnot. I don't care. I talk about things that's happening in my community. I'm, sometimes the real truth is always the truth that no one ever wants to hear. So ain't nobody want to listen to my stuff, which is cool because you know what? People do listen to it. I get comments all the time. I have an audience that has an audience and even in Africa, they listen to my stuff. So I'm good. And I know the show will grow eventually, but then again, it ain't all about that. It's about if I can find one listener just to listen to what they brother have to say. I'm good. And I've already found that. So my brothers and my sisters, Thank you for following the show. I really appreciate that and passing on the information because basically this information needs to be said. Black media, a regular news don't report our, our, don't report our stuff. They don't care nothing about us whether we live or die. They don't. But I thank those who follow me and keep up with me. I appreciate it. This is your brother saying enjoy your holiday. Peace out.